episode of Talent Talks. I'm Tiffany Grosskreutz. I am Stephen Wadby. And we both work for Titus Talent. We're based in Milwaukee. And um, we wanted to talk to each other because we're on different teams and we don't often get the chance to work together. But I know Stephen is always up on all the leaderboards. So I'm really excited to talk to him about interviewing and, you know, what are some interview tips? What are some interview tricks? You know, I think a lot of people get super nervous being the interviewee, but as interviewers, I get a little bit nervous too sometimes talking to people and making sure that I'm getting all the information that I need and uh, that they feel comfortable and excited because I know that they're not judging me, but definitely asking me questions. And if I'm not able to hold up my end of the bargain, you know, they could definitely withdraw from the process. So um, Stephen, what are your thoughts on interviewing and, um, and things like that? Yeah, no, um, I definitely uh, agree. There's definitely a little bit of pressure that comes from, from our side of things as well, because um, at the end of the day, we want to bring the best candidates to our, our partners and we want to make sure that they're going to be a good fit for the role. So I think with, with interviewing, it's definitely there's certain questions that we do want to cover. But one of the things that I really like to do is try and just kind of keep it very conversational, um, try and start out building some rapport, or trying to find something that I have in common with the candidate, which surprisingly it's funny, like I talk to people all across the country in various different roles, and it's been kind of funny, the people that I have somewhat personal connections with from, I grew up in New Mexico, so I've actually found a lot of people who are either lived in New Mexico and know about like green chili. So I always ask like red or green, and it's like, oh my God, they're like, cool. oh, I, I'm a red fan or I'm half and half. So I mean, I think just really trying to find something that you can connect about, whether it's something that you're both passionate about, really kind of helps to ease that tension, especially from the start. And then kind of gets um, both of us to really kind of open up and, and then just kind of dive into things from there. Okay, that's cool. Actually, I didn't know that you grew up in New Mexico. That's awesome. So how do you come up with your interview questions? Like, I know you said, I, I liked what you said when you said you have, you have certain information you need to get out of them, right? And then yep. there's other things that you want to sprinkle in. So where do you even start to build your interview form, I guess you could say? So um, with kind of how we operate, I mean, there's definitely like standard questions that you want to cover, like having the candidate go over their background and work history so you can kind of get a feel for their experience. But a lot of times too, I feel like um, working directly with our partners, whether during um, a kickoff call or an update call, just kind of talking about or bring it back to what some of like the must-haves for the position and the role are, and really trying to make sure I cover what those questions are. And then um, so that way we can determine if they're going to be a good fit from an experience standpoint, but um, also too, which is kind of how we operate with head, heart, and briefcase you really try and, again, it kind of comes back to building that personal connection and finding out what the candidate is passionate about, both from a professional standpoint, as well as from a personal standpoint, because looking at all those pieces is really kind of 
helping us gauge that candidate and helps us determine if they are going to be that good culture fit as well as um, in a good experience fit for our partners. Yeah, totally. And I liked what you said too about having it be more conversational because honestly, I found that if it is question and answer, sure, that feels a lot more formal. But I think also when you do make it a conversation and you're breaking the ice by talking about chilies, people tend to be a lot more honest and then they'll give you real answers instead of just the textbook answers that they think you want to hear. So I think that that can really help pull out more information than just a question, answer, question, answer type of interview, don't you think? Yep, uh, totally agree. I mean, what do you, I mean, do you kind of structure your interviews the same way or like how are you kind of coming up with some of those questions that that you're asking? Yeah, good one. Um, I typically start with a, a form where, like you said, I take it from the must-haves so that I have I'm collecting the information that I need, but in our interview form where we have the head heart and the briefcase, the heart for me tends to be the longer section because I think some of that stuff is just so much more important. Like um, one of my favorite questions is tell me about your personality and working style because it's so open-ended, it's so subjective, it gets them talking about themselves. And then from there, I feel like I can kind of spiderweb off into other things. So if they mention that they start going down the textbook route and they're like, you know, my biggest weakness is I can never say no. Well, why do you think that yeah. is? You know, and you can kind right, of go right. in a little bit more and probe and don't be afraid to just ask why. I think that's a big thing. Like, what is your greatest strength? I know that that's a totally common interview question it's not bad it's not the greatest but what right. is your greatest strength and then if they say my greatest strength is punctuality well why well when I was a kid my dad blah 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 so I think you can really get more information by just saying why you know no that's definitely um, a really good point too and then I think too that a lot of times candidates will just kind of maybe be caught off guard by that yeah. just because they're a lot of people don't ask why, but then like, as they kind of start to explain, it also gives you an insight to kind of like how they're processing either like information or the question, uh, what their thought process is around their strengths and kind of how they operate. And then you can kind of tie that back into the experience that we're looking for and, and see if that sort of thing would line up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And who they are as a person is just as important as what they've done a lot of times in these roles. I mean, obviously, if it's a doctor, you can't just interview them on who they are. Right. <laughs> you have credentials, <laughs> but um, it's nice exactly. to, to know who they are as a person, too. Yep. No, definitely. And, and I've kind of found, too, that, um, I mean, there definitely are some questions that are kind of like yes and no or just kind of straightforward, but if you do have some of those open-ended questions in there, if it's, um, whether it's a heart question or a briefcase question, you can kind of tell and you can pull out that passion for whatever that question might be. And then a lot of times with that being open-ended, I have candidates kind of just, it rolls into, they start talking about things that are, that build off of that question and maybe sometimes even ends up being one of the other questions that 
I was going to ask next and I don't have to ask that, but it's really, it gets them into that natural flow state where they can just kind of, yeah, um, talk about things that are important to them, what they're passionate about. And then that's really when you get to kind of understand that candidate and and how they can truly be, be a fit for the role. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then you kind of have to go off script, you know, if they're answering questions that are later on, you can totally jump around the interview form. You don't have to necessarily go in the order that you initially created. So I think part of being a a good interviewer is being able to flex. And if the conversation takes a turn, if it's really good, going with the flow and making sure that your probing questions keep you on track and then right. later it goes off track, being able to bring it back and things like that too. Yep, definitely. Um, have you, I mean, obviously I think with uh, COVID and everything going on, um, Zoom and video interviews and, and meetings have been a lot more prevalent. Um, have you seen anything change in your process? Um, as far as interviewing, um, I guess, with candidates? Yeah, I think that's a really good question and something that is affecting everybody right now. Even though COVID has shaken up the industry and unemployment is at record highs, unemployment was at record lows for such a long time that I think people and interviewers and hiring managers start to develop filters. So they'll see somebody's work history and if they are no longer employed like if they have an end date and they don't have anything current I think our brains train us to see negativity there where you might just make a snap judgment and say unemployment's at two percent why is this person unemployed they must there must be something wrong with them and I think something like COVID or even in 2009 with the economic downfall then it causes you to kind of shake up those filters and have more of an open mind for people. So I actually appreciate that because now before, maybe four months ago, hiring managers would be like, I don't want to talk to them. They're not working right now. And now you can kind of feel that compassion and say, Oh, their end date was March of 2020. Let's talk to them. Let's see what's going on with them. What's their situation. And I really like that. What about you? Yeah, no, I definitely, um, yeah, I completely agree. And, and definitely, I feel like before, like before COVID and yeah, if someone was not working or there was a gap, um, I mean, there's always a reason behind it, but, yeah. uh, I think there's just, yeah, definitely more of that compassion and open-mindedness to really kind of dive in and find out, be like, Hey, like what, what, what did happen? Like there's, um, definitely a, a lot of reasons for that. And now I think just with, everybody we're all kind of going through something like this at the same time so yeah. we we definitely all can connect on that and i think too just even with more video calls and i know we're doing them with all of our partners now yeah. and i have even started doing more with candidates like i'll even have candidates ask me like oh are we hopping on on zoom or are we just doing a phone call so i mean it's it's nice because to just see someone again, it kind of comes down to that, that personal touch and kind of building that relationship. And if you're seeing someone and reading their expressions, it just makes it that much more personal uh, as opposed to just a back and forth, yes, no type of scenario. Yeah, Zoom has definitely become a lot more comfortable and a lot more normal for people. And that only helps our industry, especially because we're recruiting 
in any state and any country. And so having the face-to-face isn't limited now. So I think that's, that's great. Yep, definitely. Um, do you do anything specific like after um, an interview with a candidate? Are you doing follow-up or are you usually waiting till um, they would maybe interview with one of our partners? I always like to stay in touch with my candidates. I think this is what you're asking. Yep. And I give them free and open reign to contact me however they want. And so I'll say, you know, this is my cell phone, call me, text me, you know, email me, follow up. If you are feeling like you haven't heard an update and you're interested in next steps, you know, just reach out to me at any point. Because what I hate to hear is people have accepted other jobs or they were under the assumption that they are no longer being considered because it's been a little bit of time since we've interviewed. So I think that really helps then people feel empowered to reach out. Whereas in other situations, they may have gotten shut down and the gatekeepers don't necessarily let them follow up or they don't respond to emails. So yeah, I definitely do that. What about you? Um, awesome. No, I definitely try and, and do the same and, and let them know like, hey, if any new questions kind of come up or you're just kind of wondering about something, certainly, yeah, I push them to, to reach out and, and I always try and to like follow up and make it clear what, what the next steps are going to be, when I'm going to be in touch. That way they can kind of be expecting that as well so that way they're not even um, if I always say too like even if the update is that there is no update I'll always respond to you I may not have all the answers because we are at the mercy of the hiring team but I'll be there for you and I'll let you know where things are at even if we're you know still in a holding pattern right no definitely I think just yeah being upfront and honest with that too and then just letting them know like hey this is what I expect the process to be. I could be in touch sooner, but for sure I'll, I'll reach out here and, and kind of let you know what's going on. But yeah, I think they definitely like that interaction. And then knowing too, like, hey, I am available um, if you do need to talk through anything else as well. Yeah, good. Well, I feel like I learned a lot from you. Thank you so much. for. <laughs> I'm glad that they paired us up for this call. I think this was really great and it was great to hear your perspective. Yeah, no, likewise. Um, again, like we said, I mean, we, we are working for the same company, but on different teams. So uh, don't always get to interact. But yeah, it's been, been great kind of hearing your perspective and inside of things as well. So um, really appreciate uh, the time and kind of having me on. So yeah, for sure. Well, thanks, everybody for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yep. Thanks, everyone. All right. Good. That was awesome. Yeah, no, that was good. Awesome. I'm feeling great about that. I feel like there's some really good little nuggets in there that Hannah can get. Hannah, are you proud of us? <laughs> yep. No, I think that's awesome. That, that was good. Good, good. Well, thank you. Um, hopefully, if I just close this out, I'll email her the link because if we lose that, I'm going to be really upset. Uh, I know. Yeah, I think it should hopefully. I think she has it uploading to the cloud. So good. Cool. Well, have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, you too. See ya. Bye.